He'd said the names like they were a couple invited to a picnic. Bosch stepped out to the pavement, dropped the half-cigarette, and made sure he put it out with his shoe. It wouldn't be good to start a brush fire on his first job back with the homicide table. I'll walk it, he said. What about Lieutenant Billets? Not here yet. Bosch went back to his car and reached in through the open window for his briefcase. He then walked back to Powers. You the one who found it? That was me. Powers was proud of himself. How'd you open it? Keep a Slim Jim in the car. Open the door, then pop the trunk. Why? The smell. <laughs> it was obvious. Wear gloves? Nope, didn't have any. What did you touch? Powers had to think about it for a moment. Door handle, the trunk pull. That'd be about it. Did Edgar or Ryder take a statement? You write something up? Nothing yet. Bosch nodded. Listen, Powers, I know you're all proud of yourself, but next time, don't open the car, okay? We all want to be detectives, but not all of us are. That's how crime scenes get fucked up, and I think you know that. Bosch watched the cop's face turn a dark shade of crimson and the skin go tight around his jaw. Listen, Bosch, he said. What I know is that if I just call this in as a suspicious vehicle that smells like there's a stiff in the trunk, then you people would have said, What the fuck does Powers know? And left it there to rot in the sun until there was nothing left of your goddamn crime scene. That might be true, but see, then that would be our fuck-up to make. Instead, we've got you fucking us up before we start. Powers remained angry, but mute. Bosch waited a beat ready to continue the debate before dismissing it. Can you lift the tape now, please? Powers stepped back to the tape. He was about thirty-five, Bosch guessed, and had the long, practiced swagger of a street veteran. In L.A., that swagger came to you quick, like it had in Vietnam. Powers held the yellow tape up, and Bosch walked under. As he passed, the cop said, Don't get lost. Good one, Powers. You got me there. The fire road was one lane and overgrown at its sides with brush that came as high as Bosch's waist. There was trash and broken glass strewn along the gravel, the trespassers answered to the sign at the gate. Bosch knew the road was probably a favorite midnight haunt for teenagers from the city below. The music grew louder as he went further in, but he still could not identify it. About a quarter mile in, he came to a gravel-bedded clearing that he guessed was a staging point for firefighting apparatus in the event that a brush fire broke out in the surrounding hills. Today, it would serve as a crime scene. On the far side of the clearing, Bosch saw a white Rolls-Royce silver cloud. Standing near it were his two partners, Ryder and Edgar. Ryder was sketching the crime scene on a clipboard while Edgar worked with a tape measure and called out measurements. Edgar saw Bosch and gave an acknowledging wave with a latex-gloved hand. He let the tape measure snap back into its case. Harry, where you been? Painting, Bosch said as he walked up. I had to get cleaned up and changed, put stuff away. As Bosch stepped closer to the edge of the clearing, the view opened below him. They were on a bluff rising above the rear of the Hollywood Bowl. The rounded music shell was down to the left no more than a quarter mile and the shell was the source of the music. The L.A. Philharmonic's end-of-the-season Labor Day weekend show. 
Bosch was looking down at 16,000 people in concert seats stretching up the opposite side of the canyon. They were enjoying one of the last Sunday evenings of the summer. Jesus, he said out loud, thinking of the problem. Edgar and Ryder walked over. What have we got? Bosch asked. Ryder answered. One in the trunk, white male, gunshots. We haven't checked them out much further than that. We've been keeping the lid closed. We've got everybody rolling, though. Bosch started walking toward the rolls, going around the charred remnants of an old campfire that had burned in the center of the clearing. The other two followed. This okay? Bosch asked as he got close to the rolls. Yeah, we did the search, Edgar said. Nothing much. Got some leakage underneath the car, that's about it, though. Cleanest scene I've been at in a while. Jerry Edgar, called in from home like everybody else on the team, was wearing blue jeans and a white T-shirt.